Welcome to Made for More podcast, where faith and personal growth converge. I'm Julia, and I'm honored to guide you on a journey of empowerment and transformation alongside our occasional co-host, Omar. We are passionate believers and advocates for unlocking your God-given full potential. Join us as we explore the intersection of faith, life, business, and relationships, igniting a fire within to embrace the truth that your life is destined for greatness. Together, we'll uncover strategies, insights, and stories that inspire and equip you to become the best version of yourself. Get ready to embark on a fulfilling quest towards personal and professional fulfillment, guided by faith and the unwavering belief that you, my friend, are made for more. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Julia Keeps It Real. I'm so excited you guys are here. Like, hello. Thank you for those that are supporting and that are here for it. If you have not yet let me know that you are listening to these episodes, this podcast, please get in my DMs. Find me on Facebook. Find me on Instagram. Screenshot this episode. Drop it in your stories. Tag me. I love to give. I, I legit love to give. And you might just be blessed with something from me because I truly believe in whenever you give, you receive. And I'm doing giveaways anyway. I'm doing free coaching calls when you do a written review. But I will also offer either a free coaching call or free gift or cash or whatever. You just don't know. Free products, some of my favorite things, all because you decided to take a moment to love on this podcast and let me know that this is serving you. Like, I like to know, I see the analytics, I see the statistics, but I would like to know specifically who is paying attention and what kind of person that is so I can make sure I'm tailoring things to meet your needs. So I do know because I just came back from Pomifera Experience, which is what we call our conference. I do know that there's some people in my company that listen to the podcast, which I think is so amazing that you guys are super supportive um, and you know you love to hear what I have to offer. And because of that, I was like, you know what? Um, I met some people at convention and told me that they listen in and they're inspired by the podcast. Um, but I know there's people that are not, that were not at Pomifera Experience that are in my company. Um, so I want to share my behind the scenes. However, even if you're not with Pomifera, I don't want you to turn this episode off. I want you to listen because maybe if you're with a different company, I might say something that you like that resonates with you and that maybe if it's not in your company or it's not in your leadership or it's not something that you do, maybe it'll inspire you to create it, to build it, right? Because some of the stuff that I experienced, um, it needs to be like across companies, not just my company. Um, and I will say this. I've gone to several conventions, I think five or six at this point in my um, business career, and I loved every single convention I have been a part of, of course. like That's why I keep going back to them. When I'm in a company, I am very, very um, intentional about being a part of the convention. I hated leaving work, leaving my administrator team one person down, but I knew I had to do it for my business. I had to do it for myself. It filled my cup up in so many ways. I totally needed it. And it, every year, no matter what company I'm a part of, it's always something that is rewarding and that I love. However, this conference was like no other conference I've ever experienced. And I, I would love to say that it's not because there's some big production. It's not because we brought out the Backstreet Boys. It's not because there was like, you know how people like wear like the lanyard with 10,000 accolades on it. It's none of that. 
In fact, even when I do go to conferences and um, or conventions and I we have a band or whatever, like that's never my highlight moment anyway when I really think back at those. Um, everybody having like who's who on their lanyard or on their bag or whatever never is what excites me. It's the connections, it's the relationships, it's the energy from the conference. And at the same time, sometimes you guys, I'm very overwhelmed by conferences. And I'm going to tell y'all this not to like toot my horn and, and, and I actually love to toot my horn. My, my team knows that's a great strategic um, business strategy to toot your horn so people know what you're doing, right? But I'm not going to share this next piece to toot my horn so y'all think something. I'm just sharing my thoughts and why it's different and why I actually like this setup more. Um, my first few years in conference, I like I was nobody. Nobody knew who I was when I was in unique days. Like I was just like absorbing all of it, looking at the the people that quickly rose in that year one of unique, the year two of unique. Um, and actually, my current CVO was in that company, and I went to one of her classes, and I fell in love with her right then and there. And then she ended up leaving the company. The rest is history. Um, but once I moved into my second business uh, plan, and it was still makeup, I started to be known. I I promoted really quick in that company's first year, and I was one of the first. I was actually the first black female director in the company. Um, I was one. Of, I was the first person to create this like space for women of color, and I specifically did that for that company because it was makeup, and we needed to find ways to um, market makeup for people that look like me right and with skincare what I love is that I don't have to do that like skin is skin like you are marketing to dry skin oily skin combo skin like it doesn't matter the color of the skin so I love 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 that that's not necessarily something that I have to market to to sell products um, but at that time, I did. And I had a video of me doing these different lippies, and it went viral, like literally over 100,000 views or 50,000 views. I don't remember the exact, but it was like crazy because there wasn't any other women of color that had all those different lippies and doing all the different looks. And people were like, oh my gosh, you look so great in your skin tone. So long story short, with my quick success, um, that did plateau. I'm not going to lie to you. My success ended up plateauing. And that video that went viral, I was very recognizable, though, when I went to conferences. And it became overwhelming because people would come up to me and be like, let's take a picture. Can I take a picture? Oh, you're Julia. Like, it was so weird. Because I, if you haven't listened to my episode already about girl, don't fangirl, I'm not a fangirl person. Like, I respect people's hustle. I am honored to be in other people's presence, for sure. I'm very humble in that. But I don't fangirl. Like, I've never been a person to fangirl over actors, actresses, celebrities. Like, people are people. Like, if Kim Kardashian was, like, walking down the street, I'd be like, Kim, what's up, girl? I see you, boo. I see you. <laughs> like, I wouldn't freak out. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, like, a few people. Like, Stevie Wonder, I probably would freak out because I love him. He's so talented. Um, So, of course, there's certain people where you're like, oh, my gosh, it's this person. But y'all, they're human. They literally go to the toilet and poop just like you and I. They have the same type of makeup as us. And that is so cool to know that people are people. And that people, that like whatever you see in that person, you have somewhere in you. Like I said in that one episode. So back to the point. I am not going to say that that's not something that's really cool. Because it was. Whenever I went through that experience. That it's like you feel very... um. You know, like put on a pedestal, honestly, like it's kind of cool. 
but I didn't love it because it was overwhelming and stressful. And it's like, huh, like I just want to relax and breathe and be myself. And so I went to this um, Palmetheria experience for some reason, knowing it was not going to be like that. Because our corporate leg leaders set the stage that this is not going to be like that. That it's come as you are. And it's still small. Like, I've, I've been to every single company's first convention that I've been a part of. And my first, the company's first convention is always my favorite because it's the least amount of people there. It is very much more, like, exclusive. But you get to have more authentic and real conversations with people. So if you're in a company and they're about to have their first ever convention, you have got to go. It is not going to be anything like it ever again. And it's an amazing experience. So our Palmafair experience was so on brand. It was simple. It wasn't a whole lot of big production. It wasn't like you literally had people walking around in jeans and t-shirts. Loved it. I decided to do it myself, which I, I packed stuff for that option. But the next day, I'm like, I'm putting on my black jeans and my graphic tee because this is who I am and this is what I, how I like to be the most. Um, but I also like to be cutesy in dresses that are comfortable and things like that. Um, people were just like in the mix and it wasn't like clicky or anything like that. Like that's what I love. It was just simple. It was honest. Everybody was themselves. Um, my whole team that went um, which was a pretty good amount for a first convention to have the amount of teammates we had there. Um, there were some people, you know, that didn't have any teammates there with them yet, but they have a team. They just didn't go to go to the convention. So I was very blessed to have that experience, but everybody was honest. Everybody was who they were on my team, on other teams and all the things. So, and it was humble. And that's what I love the most about it. Um, I went to talk to my team and I said, oh my gosh, I was, um, awarded um in the top 25 in enrolling new partners out of 15,000 people in my company right now and my trophy my little award has like a little nick on it is it called a nick or a knack I don't know it has a mark okay I don't know the right word I think it's nick and I'm like oh no I can't like what I'm not gonna complain like that's horrible I'm not gonna be like excuse me Lindsay hey girl love you but you got me like this one that's a little messed up um, what I love about it is it reminds me that my brain is simple, honest, humble, that we are not perfect, that we are come as you are, um, that there's literally nothing wrong with this trophy, that it is just a symbol of my work ethic and what I have done. I was, I will say shocked, um, that I got it, but at the same time, not shocked because I put it on my vision board. If you haven't listened to episode about vision boards and goal setting and putting in the work every day and how to make your dreams a reality, then tune into some of those past episodes. Um, but this is going boldly and proudly on my shelf and I'll be back for some more. And again, it was just a really, really cool experience where it wasn't stressful. Um, when people would come, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, like fangirling. It was just like, hey, you're Julia. I watch you on Facebook. Like you inspire me. Hey, I listen to your podcast. Like, I love it. Like it was real conversations and connections and not just like freaking out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was no like, oh my God. Like it was just everyday people. And I think that's what I love the most. The people that I walked the stage with were older women, um, women, beautiful women too, of course. There's like supermodel type girls that are walking the stage, but there's like just down to earth. Like I'm coming out how I am. I'm not going to put on makeup. I'm just... 
I'm here for it. And I think that's what I love the most. And what I got out of my conference the most and what I told my team is that we are a part of a company that shows that it is possible for anyone. Like anyone can win here. You don't have to have a perfect makeup face. You don't have to have the perfect wardrobe attire. You can literally be an everyday average Joe woman and rock it and kill it in business here. Like people, and I hate that it's like that in network marketing, but like, let's just be honest. A lot of times you see people and you're like, oh, well, no wonder why she's number one in recruiting. Well, who wouldn't join her, right? You have those people. And then you have people in my company where you're like, oh my gosh, good for her. Like I would have, she was just walking by me a second ago. I would have never guessed she was number three in sales or number three in recruiting, right? And I love that. So if that's not something that is a part of your company where people can see the possibility, then one, I want you to hustle hard and you to be the possibility and you to showcase that for people. Because for me, that was how I left convention. Me being number 18 in, in, in recruiting, let my team know it's possible. Me, you know, connecting with people that are completely different than me. Let me know that there's other people that can make this business work that are different than me and or I'm different from them and it's possible. So do your best to not fangirl at your conventions. Don't freak out. Be real. Be honest. Be who you are. Go how you are. If you're, I mean, I hope you're a part of a company where it like, doesn't not allow you to come as you are, but I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm gonna keep it real. There's companies that won't allow you to show up to conventions in a certain attire. Whether that's right or wrong, it's not. It's just that company's preference. It's their brand, whether they that's their brand or not. Our brand is come as you are. Our brand is simple, unassemble. Our brand is be you, however that looks. And I love that. So if you're not a part of that brand or you don't want to be a part of that brand or whatever, then find other things that I share with you that you're like, you know what? I would really like to not be overwhelmed when I go to conferences. Y'all, we had two hours for lunch. Like, do y'all know how much relief that is for people that are anxiety ridden? I am, I try to control it, but I know there's tons of people that are like, like me, where you're like, oh, gotta get here, gotta get there, like, I would, I don't be late, and like, you're just, it's just anxiety, like, you are freaking out, like, we got a late start, we got that two-hour break, we had a two-hour break uh, to get ready for um, the night part, our prom affair, yes, I said prom affair, and so it's just beautiful, so obviously, you can't dictate those things, like the schedule, but you can dictate your experience, you can dictate going to your next one if you missed it. If you missed Palma Fera and you're into this company, you better be at the next one. I better be able to hug your neck the next time um, we all get together. And then you can um, be a part of the connections and the relationship building. That's the important part about going to conventions. And then taking that energy, taking that momentum and killing it in your business. All right. That's all I got. I just wanted to share some behind the scenes and my thoughts about my Palma Fera experience. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'm coming at you guys live more because this girl's about to be on summer break and I'm coming with lots and lots of episodes and even some series. So stay tuned. Love y'all. Bye.